All right, when you're ever ready, grab it, give us a big clap. A big one. One of each gone. Mini clap. Big clap. Mini clap. <laughs> I just talked all over that wine, so I'm going to do it again. It'd probably still work anyway, but... All right, you ready? Uh, I've got the top one, I've got the bottom one. I'll edit the scene. If you could put it where Spyro is, that would work. All right. It, it, it's fine. It's like a week after Halloween. Most people watch this anyway. Hello everyone, I'm Rich and welcome to Helix Cloud Games and this is SideQuest, the show where we take a step off the critical path and explore more what the video game world has to offer. On this week's show, I'm joined by the host of Sounds of Stadia podcast, Mr. Chris. And we're going to be talking about Stadia's unique features. But first, a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure you like that video and subscribe to the channel and hit that bell icon for notifications when all of our great content goes live, such as the Sounds of Stadia podcast, which goes live on Mondays on YouTube and podcast services. Our Thursday night live streams, which we have probably just been playing Dirt 5. And um, yeah, I'm assuming it was. Um, I'm assuming future Richie will really enjoy playing that game. Um and if you want to support the channel, you can do it for as little 99p, like our members are who are watching it on the Sunday rather than the following Friday. So some people are literally watching this episode, Chris, on Halloween. So happy Halloween to any all of our members. Yeah. Hold up to show... That's, I don't, but you said you were going to tell me. After, do you want to just announce it now? Because, I, no, I'll mess up for members. You have to tell. Is this one where I'm going to kick myself or is this one I'm just going to go, yeah. <laughs> like, it's bigger than your head. That's a, that's a decent punk in that. I, I mean, I put the, I, yeah, I'd put the fire up before you put it on your head, but. If you want to join the conversation or crazy pumpkin activities even further, head over to our Discord. There's a link in the description below where you can actually write in topic ideas for this very show. So, Chris, we are talking about Sage's unique features. So, I'm not a feature, but I'm going, to, I'm going to list the features that we're going to talk about. Some of them are unique. Some of them, there may be an alternative on other platforms, but we've got Crowd Choice, Stream Connect, State Chair, Crowd Play, Click to play, Google Assistant support, and Family Share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Click the Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No. I, yeah, we've literally just recorded a show. And now your your energy's completely changed. Yeah. <clears throat> To be honest, I, I've, I've kind of thought for a while I wanted to do like a video on like just talking about the unique features, like explaining what they are, what games are currently involved in. But I was kind of waiting for a bigger, a bigger push, and then well, actually, I felt we'll just make a side quest out of it. But I think what we'll do is we've got a list of them all, and they've described them quite well, and give us a list of games. So we'll start with Crowd Choice. I'll give a brief discussion of what it is. Um, what the games are saying, and then we'll just see what talk about what we how we think it's well is it well implemented and that sort of thing. So crowd choice stadia games that feature crowd choice will create their own polls to let YouTube views decide what happens in game during a live stream. Poll questions and results will be displayed in the YouTube chat window next to the live stream. And games that currently support this are Samurai Showdown, Baldur's Gate 3, Dead by Daylight, Outcasters, Dragon Ball Z Universe 2, Monster Boy, and The Cast Kingdom. Your favorite game. We actually we actually have used crowd choice in Dead by Daylight. Yes. It's yeah, it's displayed on screen for the viewer. And then the viewers just type into the YouTube chat to vote. Yeah. 
I'll hat them. I'll hat them. <laughs> yeah. Um, with Crowdstrike, I think it was better. I think it is better implemented in Outcasters and Dead by Daylight. And one of the problems I think we found with Dead by Daylight, it may have been patched out since we last play, played, was one you had to type in the full name of the character perfectly so you couldn't it wasn't just a case of press one for the the hillbilly guy or whatever i can't remember any of the names of the characters press two for pyramid head and also i think it was open to be spammed um so it could be improved but i think this is one of them as for a streamer it's a great way of get uh, that little bit extra engagement with your audience so it's it's an awesome feature for showing off games and as you mentioned Borderlands with the Twitch features and games like that seem to do it better. But let's hope that this like then develops. But, yeah. I don't know that much about Dragon Ball Z universe, to be honest, so I can't really say. Samurai Showdown I'm guessing is just character selection, similar to Monster Boy? How does it You're the one who's played this, yeah, boy. You, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's crowd choice. Um, let's move on to Stream Connect. Now, this is actually one of the most unique features that I think is fantastic. Where crowd choice is very much aimed at streamers. Let's be fair. Stream Connect, despite having stream in the name, I don't think it's necessarily is aimed at streamers. I think this could be an awesome utility. So Stream Connect is steady games that feature Stream Connect change how you experience co-op gameplay, allowing you and your teammates to see each other's screens as you play. With Stream Connect, you can view up to three teammate screens so that you can view, so you can see where they they are while you play the ga game. The games that supported are Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, The Division Two, The Crew Two, Ultima Must Die Three, Outriders, and Far Cry Six. Um, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Ubisoft do. But the thing is, for something like Ghost Recon, is is very much about tactics and coordinating how you play with your teammates and stuff. So the way this actually works is, you get a little window pop up in screen that basically gives shows your teammates' point of view. So on something like Ghost Recon, if I'm like marking the target, I could go, Chris, I mark this target, and you could just look at the stream connect and see exactly what I'm looking at. Which for co-op, it, it, that helps so much with um, like cooperative gameplay. For multiplayer PvP stuff, I think it could be detrimental though, because by having that yeah view communication, it, it it changes the way games could play. But yeah. Well, it's stuff like it's stuff like when you're in like in 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 a room, there's enemies going through the room. I could just go, enemies coming from the top. You glance up, you glance at the screen share. You can see exactly what I'm looking at. And go, I know where the enemies are now. 
Yes. Behind, behind the boulder. Be, uh, it, it's behind the tree. Which, which, which tree? The one I'm looking at. <laughs> like, the, yeah, uh, that's where I mentioned in PvP games that it could be detrimental to the experience because then you're get as playing on Stadia, then you'd actually have an unfair advantage over people not. But, but yeah, so I. I I think it's a cool feature, it's just not for every game, but let's move on, I think, to State Share. So State Share allows players to save their game state when they take a screenshot or video capture in-game. Sharing the, this capture allows others to play that unique game state for themselves, allowing for creative challenges, surprising gameplay, and other experimentation by players. And it's supported by Hitman 1, 2, 3, Pixel Junk Raiders, Judgment, Serious Sam 4, Monster Boy in the Curse Kingdom, Monster Boy getting in everything here. Hello Engineer, Humankind, Doom Eternal. Very recently, to their newest game mode. Yeah. 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 Well, this is literally, this is literally how Doom Eternal are saying like, what what you can do is you complete you complete a level and go do give your state share, give it to a friend. Go, this is a loadout. This is how I well I don't see if you can beat me. And I think it, it it's a, again it's a cool feature and it, I think it has so many different potential implementations. But yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, well that that's it. It's like it's it has also, I think, potential things for like bug fixes and stuff. So if you get like a bug that a game breaking bug, you can make a state check and share it and see if other people can resolve the issue, whatever. But I do think in like more creative t titles, um, what's is a heist simulator that's coming out soon? That would be a perfect for state check because you could. I think that does have a map designer in it, if I'm remembering rightly. So you could design a map, go share share it online through Twitter or Discord or Reddit or wherever, wherever you like, go, here's my map, see if you guys can complete this heist. Yeah. Yeah.
you know what I think the best game would be for stage chair? Mario Maker. Yeah. Imagine if you're saying Mario Maker like streamer, and let's assume for this hypothetical that a stage chairs on Nintendo or Mario Maker's on Stadia, you go, Yep, guys, you've watched me build the level. He's the link to that level. Right, drop it right in the chat. Have fun. Yeah. I can I can see having the potential as well for like speedrunners. So like if you're running organizing a speedrun um situation, you could just go, he's he's the game state, everyone's got the same game state, go. Yeah, I mean, imagine, did you used to, back in the day, did you used to play, like, mess on with the map creator in Age of Empires 2? Imagine if Stage existed there, like, we'd be in school one day and you just go, Richie, yeah, he's a floppy disk with my Stage chair for Age of Empires 2. And that, there's, there's a map that you used to spend an evening making that I get to play. It's that sort of stuff, that's, I do think it's it's got so much potential, it just needs to, few more games coming to the platform but yeah. <laughs> you didn't have the concept of like the games require resources <laughs> what's a ram <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's it's at best when you're that age. It's like kind of someone asks you how much RAM your PC has. So you open the case and go, two. It's got two RAMs. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on to Crowdplay next. So with, crowd, with Crowdplay, YouTube viewers get, get the chance to jump into live streams they're watching and play alongside YouTube creators. Now available in beta, creators can apply for access, which we actually have, and invite users, viewers to queue up and play with, with them. Um, it's currently supported in Samurai Showdown, Mortal Kombat 11, Borderlands 3, Super Bomberman R Online, Dead by Daylight, Outcasters Creator, Dragon Ball Z, Xenoverse 2, to Olympic Games Tokyo 2022, the official video game, and Serious Sam 4. We've... Did we actually have crowd play in that? We've used click to play, which I'll get onto later a lot. But crowd play is a more it's a different feature where actually people can go into a queue. It's no. Uh, yeah. They're pretty good, yeah. The bounce, yeah. But if you have if you have thousands of people watching at any given time and you're playing something like say Super Bomberman R online, well people could just click a button, join the queue, and when it's their turn they get to they get a play and then move on. I... Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been so it's kind of been trialed and it's been in beta for a while, but it's been very 
close guarded but this is now recently it's been available for public open access so you can now actually just apply to gain access to it where before it was very much they would pick people And yeah, it it's for example, say if you're watching your favorite YouTuber and he's playing, let's say, Mortal Kombat 11 on Stadia, and you're sat there at your desk like I am now, watching it, and it goes, oh, there's, a, there's a button there next to imagine probably like next to the sub, sub, subscribe button or something, you can go, yeah, I want to jump in on this. Click that button when it's your turn, the game just pops up and you're in playing with them. In there's no. Well, I'll set up a lobby. He's the code. <clears throat> you need to search for this. It takes away all that difficulty of trying to get games together. Yeah. And it, it also helps streamers probably manage their audience a bit. But again, this is another... It's an, it is another streamer-focused um, thing. But I think game streaming is probably the biggest ma way of marketing a game nowadays anyway. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same. Sometimes there's a game I'm uh, not sure about. I'll watch a few streams because you kind of get to see how the game plays out rather than just reading a, re a review of it. You, you get that extra information, even if you're not paying that much attention to who the streamer is. But anyway, um, next feature we'll talk about is one we've already mentioned is click to play. So click to play and crowd play are diff technically different features. So click to play is a feature that I make excessive amounts of use of during our first night live streams where I'll drop a link into the chat and people can click that and open up the game. That's basically what click to play is. It does, for a lot of games that we've tried on, it does bring you to whatever lobby we're using. It, it, do, it does have him have them features, um, but does not doesn't necessarily drag you drag your in. And it's unlike crowd play where you kind of join a queue it's very much a first confessor Yeah. 
you can do it on the Chromecast. I think I think I'll wear some phone as well. But if you sat there in front of your TV while playing on your Chromecasts, there needs to be a bit more integration there. And I think that's a lot of these features anyway. But well, a lot of things are stadia anyway. Just need to have that homogenous experience across it where how you're playing it. They should all have the same features, including a bloody storefront. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised um, developers and publishers haven't made more use of it when they're announcing the game's coming to Stadia. Stadia haven't made as much use of it as well. Although, actually, I think they do through hyperlinks um, in their blog posts. But if you don't have the game, it'll take you to the storefront. Which, yeah... Yeah, also you need to be some sort of account. Like That's yeah. It, look and Gmail's completely free as well. Um I could see in the long run, it'd be nice for them to open up to different email servers, like open up to Microsoft Exchange sort of stuff as well. But yeah, it's a free, it's a free, and it's probably the most widely widely spread um, outside of the commercial space. It's probably the most used. Yeah. Yeah, well, click to play theoretically could work with QR code because it's just a hyperlink. So you could just link the QR code to the hyperlink. Yeah. Oh. Play on Stadia. Scan this to play. Scan this to scan this to play it now. Yeah, with a skip button. Needs a skip button, but yeah. Yeah. Well, add in the fact that Stadia have just announced they're going to be adding like 30 minute demos and stuff. So you could literally go play now and you scan it and then you are playing the game. Half an hour later, it asks, the game asks you, do you want to buy this? But like, I, 
Yeah. Yeah, be this is the thing. Be creative with it. Like I said, put a QR code on a on like a billboard. <laughs> with a QR code, you scan the back of his head. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, and and guess what you could even do if people don't have state the Stadia app on the phone, that click the play link should just take you to the download page for Stadia. Yeah, yeah, or the or the Chrome browser. Just have it come up so you scan it and it goes. Do you want to play this on the Stadia app or the Chrome browser? If you don't have the Stadia app, that pressing that takes you to the the. The Google Play link to it. If you go Chrome browser, it just boots up. Yeah. Yeah. I'd kind of prefer them just throw them straight into the game, into into that thirty minute demo because it takes away the. Oh, people, if sat, someone sat watching an advert, I was like, I want to, it says play the game now, now I'm watching an advert. Just get them straight in. They'll find out later. After, they'll find out after they've experienced it. So imagine imagine if you have no idea what a stadium is and you walk, you're walking past and you see, like, let's say Hitman 4. There's a billboard for it. You scan the QR code and then you get to play on your phone for half an hour and go, you know what, this is a cool game. This is working really well. I could do it for a, ki a Kishi or something, but I can deal with that later. Then he goes, oh, would you like to buy this game on Stadia? He's like, oh, I thought Stadia was dead and terrible. <laughs> Objectively not. Yeah. A um, few other features we'll go through nice and quick. Um, Google Assistant support, which, let's be fair, it you can use it things like to boot up your games, but that's about as far as the functionality goes. It doesn't have any game usage as that I'm aware of. They'd be fired. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's there's scope for improvement on this sort of stuff. Where I, I'd love to be able, if you're playing the game, let's say you're a trophy hunter, hit the Google Assistant button on your controller and go, "This trophy, how 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 do I do it?" And then it it pops up with a YouTube video, like a, a picture and picture YouTube video of showing how to achieve it. That sort of stuff could be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you bring up picture in picture, and then someone can tap a button to go full screen if they want to. Like, yeah, and and I'm okay with that. To be honest, I think they've got bigger fish to fry than. We're getting Google Assistant working seamlessly with games. Uh, yeah. 
and and finally we've got family share so family share lets you basically seamlessly share games with people in your google family um as a limitation that one game, game can only be played by one person at a time but there again that's no different than if you pass me a ps5 disc chris family sh- yeah snap in half but the one i wanted to bring up with family shares because a lot of these games a lot of these features aren't signposted in the games anywhere where when i was looking for them the family share has this nice little house icon um, kind of in the bottom in the description right if you go to the store page just go right to the bottom I think something like that on the box art they, like they do with the, if it's a pro game they have the word pro and the red banner on there Have highlighting these features and what games are on on the box art I think could make people more aware of them like yeah So you could just come up with a couple, a handful of different different icons, like sit and stay chair. You could have someone like look like two hands passing a floppy disk between each other. Crowd crowd it could just be a bunch of people looking like the plane. Stream Connect, probably a window in window or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think. Yeah, they could add it to Google Rewards. So if you rec- if you like, recommend a friend. So if you go, hey, you should play this game, and if they click click on it, you get ten p. If they buy it, you get a pound. Something like that. something I haven't really thought about on Crowdplay with Christmas you're missing the gift opening element the excitement of a kid opening that box and say oh my it's that, it's that game I want it. it's Minecraft 2 <laughs> yeah Yeah. <laughs> you loot boxify it. <laughs> but, but Yeah. Well that that's it. 
that would be nice to just be able to go into the the storefront and go when you buy a game, they have a choice to have it to my account or get or generate a code, and then I could share the code with someone's Gmail account. Not yet. Google, Google should hire us. We'd be good. Like just coming up with his ideas. No, we'd have to. We'd probably have to shut down our our channel because, but yeah, that'd be the first change we make that week. We're allowed to do Google Stadia content. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think just there's some awesome features there. I just think a bit better signposting of them. Um, now they're trying to push them a bit more would be would be well served. I mean, these features are these features are one of the reasons I still hold some optimism for Stadia because there's some awesome stuff that they're they're doing there. They just need to shout from the rooftops about it. But with that, that's all we have time for this week. Thank you very much for watching. And uh, make sure you check out our other content such as the Sound Stadia podcast, our Thursday night live streams, and anything else that we publish on the channel. If you haven't already, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the bell icon so you know when all of our content goes live. If you have an idea that you want us to discuss in this very show or in the Sound Stadia podcast, head over to our Discord where you can submit a topic idea or just join out with some awesome, awesome people who I think some of them are starting to think about trying to stream on a Friday as well with a rotating section. So if you want to get involved in that, you can. Um, thank you very much for watching. My name's been Richie. We've been Helix Cloud Games. That's the Pumpkin Man. Quest completed. <laughs>